0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
1: The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local. Glad you're with us. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. PG&E is warning that it is seeing a dramatic increase in complaints about phone calls from scammers. As KCBS's Bob Butler reports the callers threaten to turn off your power unless you pay your bill. The scam works like this. PG&E has seen an increase in scammers targeting PG&E customers over the phone. So calling them and demanding immediate payment or they will shut off their power.
0: PG&E's Deanna Santana says this could happen even if your bill is already paid.
1: We've noticed that the the last few months with an increase of complaints with customers saying that they were the target of an attempted attempted scam. And compared to last year, we've seen more than double here in the North Bay, this same time last year of these scam attempts.
0: Santana says it's easy to tell if it's a fraud.
1: The red flag is that the payments that they're requesting is via some sort of cash card, some sort of gift card, money pack card, green dot card.
0: She says if you get a call like this, notify PG&E and law enforcement. Bob Butler, KCBS. The report shows that the Kincaid Fire evacuations and four PG&E power shutoffs last fall cost Sonoma County $725 million in economic losses. The report by the Moody's Analytics Research Company said that the fire and the evacuation of residents cost $620 million in losses. That's about 2% of the county's total economic output. The power shutoffs cost another $105 million, uh, between 0.33 and 1% of Sonoma's economic output.
1: Three African-Americans were killed recently in San Francisco. Today, there's a call for justice. KCBS's Jim Taylor has the details.
0: A broad coalition of lawmakers, law enforcement, and black women's groups coming together to address the rising tide of violence. We
1: have seen an epidemic of violence in particular three homicides of black women in the last 30 days alone.
0: Two of those murders in the Tenderloin, San Francisco Supervisor Matt Haney.
1: Too often, I think, especially in neighborhoods like the Tenderloin, uh, when there is violence, it's often just not covered or seen and seen, and the city doesn't respond, I think, as proactively as it should.
0: This epidemic, as you call it, it, it doesn't seem to be something that could be addressed just by throwing more cops, more law enforcement at it.
1: I mean, I think that police are definitely part of the solution, and we'd like to see more community policing where officers are really embedded and connected to neighborhoods.
0: All three women killed mothers. Eleven children left motherless by the murders. Jim Taylor, KCBS. Well, San Francisco police have arrested two suspects in connection with one of those deaths. Police say that killing happened early on Sunday, January 5th. Officers found 32-year-old Emma Hunt of San Francisco on the sidewalk at Larkin and O'Farrell suffering from gunshot wounds. She was taken to a hospital and pronounced dead. Five days later, police arrested 18-year-old Kevin Lopez Figueroa and a 17-year-old boy whom officials are not identifying because of his age.
1: The International Fur Federation is suing San Francisco to try and block the ban on fur sales. The ban was approved last year and took effect on January 1st. San Francisco Examiner reports the lawsuit was filed in federal court and claims the ban violates the Commerce Clause in the U.S. Constitution. It also alleges that the ban does nothing to serve local interests. City attorney officials say SF would vigorously defend the law in court the Fur Federation did not respond to our request for comment. Supporters of the five homeless moms squatting in an empty West Oakland home are vowing to risk arrest as they lock arms to keep the women from being evicted. As KCBS reporter Holly Quan tells us, the sheriff's department is still hoping a peaceful non-confrontational solution can be worked out. Mom Mom house. House. Mom. The moms who have been in the home since mid-November say they're not going anywhere, despite a judge's order giving them five business days to vacate. Dominique Walker is one of the moms. Nonviolent civil disobedience is the reason why we have some of the rights that we have now. And I would urge the public to think about, we always talk about what we would do back in the day, back in the civil rights movement. Well, this is the new civil rights movement. So what are you prepared to do now? The crowd of supporters outside or a presence to discourage sheriff's deputies from carrying out the eviction, Sergeant Ray Kelly says they'll spend this week trying to work out a non-confrontational solution. They've
0: taken this thing as far as they can and that the next step for them in their movement is to take
1: it to the state legislatures. In West Oakland, Holly Kwan, KCBS.